Hey there. Welcome to The Review, the Instagram Live podcast where Kendama news and culture is shared over the warmth of coffee. My name is Adam, but my followers know me as Cafe Kendama on Instagram. In the past five years of playing Kendama, I've met quite a few amazing individuals, and I'm excited to introduce you to some of them. In this show, you'll hear their stories, the behind the scenes of Kendama companies, and what goes on in the minds of some of the world's best Kendama players, because Kendama is more than just a ball in a cup. So, make sure your cup is full, and let's dive into this week's review. Good morning, Instagram. Welcome to Brewview episode six. This episode is titled Blooming Into the Ken Community, How to Launch a Kendama Brand That Captivates. Today, joining me in about five minutes, I have Isaac Tama, or better known Isaac Turner, from Lotus Kendamas. He's the owner behind the scenes, and he was the guy who ran the Instagram Kendama Open, the first large-scale open division Kendama event online. So I'm really excited to have him on here in just a couple minutes. And I just want to give you guys a little bit of time to get warmed up, get welcome in here. I hope you guys brewed your own cup of coffee for this morning's chat. Uh, I'd love to know what you guys are drinking as we get ready for this episode this morning. I noticed Isaac Thomas just joined, so we'll get him in here in a couple moments here. A few things before we start the episode and get this going. Uh, one thing, if you don't know what this episode is all about or what this show is all about, it's all about sharing Kendama news and culture over the warmth of coffee. Because fundamentally, me, myself, and I, I believe that can, coffee has this way of warming hearts and melting, melting the coldness inside of us and just opening up a deeper conversation. It's a way of bringing people together. And very similar to Kendama. And so this podcast is all about trying to instigate and, and really just like grow a conversation that is beneficial for everybody, both for myself and Isaac and for you guys as listeners. So Isaac's going to join in here in just a couple moments. And if you guys are new to this, and if you're wondering how to participate in this, because it's a live experience, the best two ways to participate in this uh, episode is two. The first, you can comment in the chat, and I love seeing your comments rolling through. I love interacting as much as I can, uh, but I can't always see them. They go so fast sometimes, and it's hard for me to catch them. So if you have questions that you want me to ask Isaac throughout the episode, make sure you put them into the Q&A tool. That's a little box with the question mark at the bottom of your screen, and we'll make sure that some of those questions get answered throughout the episode. We have two slots in here where we're going to be doing some Q&A. Pongs and Bevel whirlwind check. I fail every single whirlwind check I ever do. Lighthouse, yo, thank you so much. This is my favorite part of the weekend as well. Zimbu, you're drinking that nitro cold brew. I love it. I am drinking a nice Aeropress uh, in my Green Bay can uh, uh, mug here. And man, it's so good. A uh, little warning for today's episode. I'm already two cups of coffee in. This is like cup number two of espresso-based beverages, so I'm a little excited. Uh, mostly just excited to chat with Isaac. He's a good friend of mine, and I think you guys are going to love this conversation. So Isaac, when you're ready, why don't you throw in the request to come live with me, and we'll make sure we get you in here right away. And we'll get started. Keegan, welcome here. We have Quill Kendama in the chat. Uh, Keegan P, if you guys didn't know this, Lighthouse, don't you dare say that I drink four cream and four sugar. You filthy, filthy person. Isaac, welcome here. Hey, man. How's it going? Dude, it's going so good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Um, 
on vacation right now down in Florida. Uh, really nice view on my balcony. Oh my I'm, gosh. Yeah, I'm in a little condo here. So that is amazing. Uh, yeah, doing Super Bowl. Had some waves this morning, and uh, now I'm just sitting down, ready to go. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. I love that. That's beautiful. I've never been to Florida. I've actually only ever been to the ocean once in my life, and it was the Pacific Ocean down in California. So okay. that was the only time I've ever been out to, out to the ocean at all. I'm like a prairie kid. Uh, that's yeah. where I grew up. So totally different. I like the mountains. I want to yeah. go to the ocean, though. So, so you surf? Uh, I don't know. I don't surf. I, uh, I Florida, there's, there's actually some surfers out, but it's more just like I skimboard a little bit, boogie board, but just enjoy the beach. You know, I'm, I'm from Ohio. I live in DC. They're not very like beach towns. So it's really nice to go out. Yeah. Like to the beach and enjoy the, the water's warm. There's like a lot of, like, there's a great beach, a lot of sand. Um, mm -hmm. so there's a skate park nearby too, is that skateboard. So it's, uh, it's really nice. We just got here yesterday. So I'm just kind of getting used to it now. Right on, right on. And how long are you out there for? A week. Okay, awesome. That sounds like a wonderful vacation you get. And you're yeah. still, you know, you know, that's the beauty of being a, an owner of an e-commerce based company is you can you can run your shop from pretty much anywhere in the world. So and right. we'll get into that a little bit. But that that's really cool. Yeah, uh, no, it's that, awesome. Yeah. So fun. Okay, you know what, Isaac, when I do these episodes, I have three questions I always like to ask my guests. Uh, first off, what is your favorite way to drink coffee? Or do you even drink coffee at all? I do drink coffee. Uh, I don't drink it regularly or frequently. Um, I did at one point in my life, but um, I like, I, I really can, I can just have whatever. Like sometimes I like black coffee with nothing in it. Uh, I can like really down those frappuccinos from Starbucks, the sugary ones, oh, yeah. I love those. You know what, um, even though I, I'm like super against putting sugar in my coffee, sometimes those just hit you in the right spot at the right yeah. time of day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I can drink black. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I, I enjoy the taste. If it's like going to be a good coffee, like my friend brewed coffee for a little bit. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be allowed to put sugar or milk in, in his. So <laughs> he, he forced me to drink on black. But um, it's the best way. Yeah, I'll probably go back to it, you know, which is one of those things that just kind of comes in and comes out of my life. But um, yeah, I, I'd say just typically is is uh, black and and unless I'm like trying to cool off, I don't have like a frappuccino and Starbucks. Awesome. Okay, question number two: What is your favorite kendama trick of all time? Like your go-to? What is what is it for you? Um, good question. I'd say like probably late flips. That's late flips. Okay. Yeah, that's one I've always been interested in. Before I learned how to do them, and then I learned how to do them, and they I really struggled with them. And now I have them down pretty well, um, but they just feel so good and they look really cool. Um, and I like the juggling, the aerial, that, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff of Kendama. So I'd yeah. say like, yeah, late flips in general, triple late flips are really fun. I, you know, you can see that I do those a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, but I would say late flips for sure. Awesome. I mean, t Blex just joined the chat here. He's like the late flip <laughs> yeah. king of the world. He's an, is king insane. of everything. Uh, so if you ever want to learn how to do late flips, either watch Isaac's uh, Instagram or just go over to T-Blex for a second and watch what he does and your mind will be melted. Guaranteed. Definitely go to definitely go to his profile and watch that. <laughs> awesome. Okay, third question before we start diving into some of the meat of this conversation. Isaac, uh, how did you get into Kendama? What was the original Kendama experience for you? 
it's so fun to talk about, isn't it? I don't know yeah, why. Absolutely. But Everybody wants to know. Everybody. And because I think so many of us have different ways. Like I've had I some of my friends from Calgary here, they they got into Kendama through EDM. Like they were at a Boogie T uh, show and Boogie right. T uh, was a Kendama guy. Like he, he loves Kendama and that's how they found out about it. And so they got into it through the EDM crowd. And then other okay. people get through it, get to it from like a friend or a culture or whatever. But how did you get into it? Right. So this was back in 20, I first encountered Kendama in 2013 by my best friend's roommate in college. Um, he had one, I picked it up. I like took me a few tries to get big cup. I thought it was really cool from the get go. Like I really loved it. I just don't want to admit it because I like those types of things that I just love. I pick them up like any, any kind of like weird hobby like that, whether it's like stacking cups. I don't know if you saw that. I was like a big cut cup stacker back in the no day. No way. Yeah. Um, Dude, we did that in gym class in grade three. Yeah. And I went to a, I went to a competition and I was like in a four by four team. So we had like four of us. It was like a relay. And we came third place at this like competition in Calgary. I never touched cup stacking or speed stacking since, but like yeah. I remember doing it in gym class and it was so fun. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I, I never did it much, but that's just one of those things that I always like to give an example of because of how unique it is. And mm -hmm. like, it doesn't matter how dumb or simple it is. Like, I just, I love those kind of hobbies. Mm -hmm. Like even playing lacrosse, all I would do is just the cross tricks, like with the ball on the, yeah. on the, uh, yeah, like that's more fun tricks. than playing the actual game, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so way when I found Kanama, I knew that this was one of those things that I yeah. I was naturally good at because I was always good at those things like you know jack of all trades. Um, but I picked it up, I did a big cup, gave it back to him. We did whatever that night, and then um, he ended up rooming with me senior, so two years later in 2015. That was back in 2013. Okay. Um, 2015. I rem I still it was still in the back of my mind, and I'm going home for Christmas break. I remember that he had one. I went downstairs. He lived downstairs below me. I asked him for it. I didn't remember what it was called or whatever, and he gave he gave me the same one. It was a green Azora, and Ooh. I was like, oh, sick, okay. Um, so I played with it a little bit, and then I uh, – <laughs> are you going to grab one? Oh, I think I have my green Azora right yeah. here. Look at this thing. Yeah, dude. Oh. Oh my God. They all just fell. <laughs> but I got my green right here. Nice. I'll have to set those so, back up later. Yeah, so I uh, played him in a game of Ken and he beat me. You know, I, I didn't really, couldn't do much, but I was determined to come back after Christmas break uh, to beat him. And so I went home. I ordered two Kendamas for my brother and I, I think two Blue Azores um, mm -hmm. for Christmas. I played those. I came back. I landed Bird and stuff. So I beat him and Ken. I was really stoked. And then from that point, from that point on, like, you know, just that Christmas, December, 2015, I basically haven't put it down. Like I've been playing every single day since yeah. December, 2015. Um, and it's funny because uh, it's a cool, like, I'm kind of glad I was introduced to that way because Jack, my, my roommate who introduced it to me, he went to school in Pittsburgh, I think, um, what was the high school called? There's a few really popular high schools in Pittsburgh. Like there's like, uh, Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller, all into one. I don't know if anybody would um, know it, but he went to high school with Zach Yord. And I, oh, yeah. Yo. And that's, so Zach Yord brought it to that high school, I think, and it got really big. And so he was kind of on the tail end of that. So he Dude. got one because of Zach Yord, which it was Props pretty cool. To but Zach then that, Yord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and that's like my first few edits. He showed me my friend Jack. Um, and then he does not shred anymore. Like, uh, I got a comment, a question here. And yeah, it's Keegan. funny because I was, you know, Keegan, yeah, I always go back and I tell him like, I'm, you know, I have Lotus now and I'm still playing and doing tricks mm -hmm. that he's, you know, he, he stopped kind of back then. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's my story. Yeah. And I'm, and so uh, cool. I'm happy about it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I think my, mine would have been similar, but I have no Zach Yord connection at all. But like <laughs> the guy who got me into Kendama, it was a really similar story like that. And now he doesn't play anymore. Like he, he still owns one or two and still plays occasionally, but like, now I'm I've I just took it from him and just kept going and kept yeah. going and, kept, and now here we are doing episodes about Kendama like running this <laughs> yeah. podcast is crazy yeah so yeah that's awesome um for those of you that are just tuning into the chat here uh this is our episode blooming into the Ken community with Isaac we're going to be talking about how to launch a Kendama brand that captivates how to really stand out because I think you've done something so unique in the Kendama world with your brand, Lotus Kendamas. And we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Um, but we love having viewer interaction. And the best way to do that, if you guys have questions, is to make sure you put them in the little question box. So put them in there and then I get the notification for that so I can actually ask them throughout the interview. Otherwise, if they go in the chat, sometimes I just lose them because you guys go crazy sometimes. So make sure you put that in there and we'll do our best to talk about them. So Isaac, here's really what I want to know. Um, we're going to break this conversation into two parts. One part, I want to talk about Lotus Kendamas. And then the other part, I want to talk about what went into IKO. Like mm. the biggest, the, the first large scale online Kendama Open, which kind of, I think, really kicked off the whole like Sweets Kendama Open series. I mean, the thing that's possibly happening with the Kendama World Cup and all these yeah. other sort of online events that have been blooming out of it, like Live Ken League, Ken Live, and all these other sorts of underground Kendama online events. Right. And you were the first one to launch like a large scale sponsored event where there was judges, tons of involvement, and a huge turnout and cash prize, right? Like it's yeah. a big deal. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well. But first, let's dive into the Lotus Kendamas conversation. First off, how did Lotus come to be? What, when was the idea first planted in you that you wanted to start a Kendama company? So it was actually pretty close to when I actually launched it. I, I had the idea and then it just spun off from there. And then next thing you know, it's NAKO or, or yeah, NAKO 2019. And yeah. that's when I released the first uh, Sacred. Um, but I'd say around June or July is when I thought about making my own brand. Um, and I, I have an entrepreneurship background like you do. Um, and I kind of got to a point, like I can't think of like the day that I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. It was probably just spiraling just from me mm -hmm. really diving into Kendama and diving into the plane and having a lot of fun. And then also me looking for a passion and looking for a job that I like to do. Mm -hmm. um, those two things merged sometime summer 2019, um, and it just spelled from there. Um, so that was, was that December 2018? And then you, you did all the work up until, or so when, cause you launched in October, right? That was when right. you released your first one at NACO 2019. So, so it was like a couple months before that, that you, you actually started yeah. the process. Okay. Yeah, it would, I would, I would say July. June, July, Whoa. 2019. Okay, so literally, like, it didn't take you that long to get it going. That's crazy. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I have so many those questions. few months, yeah, well, those few months were just the website on, 
and then getting the first Kendama, getting the shape and the design. Mm -hmm. And then it came in just in time for NAKO. Um, but it wasn't like completely planned like that. It just kind of happened. It was pretty convenient, but. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, okay, that's so cool. So tell me, tell me a little bit about the heartbeat behind Lotus Kendamas. Why the name Lotus? Why the branding that way? Is, I, I mean, like in the business world, people always talk about like vision statements or mission statements or kind of like right. the purpose behind. Uh, yeah. Do you have something like that behind the business as to what makes Lotus different? Yeah, there, there's a few like lines on the website and stuff that's going to be a little more eloquent than how I'll describe it right now. But um, basically, the, the mission behind it is to progress Kendama with shapes and designs. Um, and that also to give back to the community, to give back to players, um, it's basically like I have a lot of visions and a lot of ideas for kendama and for where kendama can grow and i'm you know forever appreciative of all the players that influenced me and the companies that influenced me i couldn't do it without sweets kusa soul yeah. brain theory um, they, they set the foundation for what kendama is today like right. crazy yeah yeah for sure um but it's it's just basically, I mean, I guess in terms of like my vision specifically is, is really just to progress Kendama, like, and, and, and spread Kendama love. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's different ways of doing that. Um, but spreading Kendama love can go from any aspect, whether it is, you know, making more attractive designs, making easier shapes to play, um, mm -hmm. making the string longer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, yeah, you do that uniquely, right? Because when you, all of your kendamas out of the box, like I, I just got two Sacred Zin just the other day and I've been loving yeah. sashing them. They've been so fun yeah. to play. I love the new, like I was, I mean, you and I were texting back and forth. If you guys haven't gotten a new Sacred, you probably should look at getting them the next time they're released because you're sold out right now, right? Mm -hmm. So when they're dropped again, this is a really good shape. And what I like about the change that you made from the old one, because I have, I have the bloom as well, the old one with like the drilled out hole. The new base cup hole actually changes the game for the new shape. It makes the lunar balance way better on it. Because that was my one thing that I, I had a hard time with on the bloom shape was the lunar balance. It was mm. good, but there were better shapes for lunar. And then all right. of a sudden, this one, I go outside on my patio the uh, like two days ago, three tries in, I hit a quad lunar flip. And I like never hit quad lunar flips. And I was hitting all sorts of other lunar variations that I didn't post. It was like, okay, this is really good for lunars. And I hit a six sling and I was like, so it's still good for slingers, Dang. which was like the thing that was like, okay, crazy. That, that was like this. Yeah. It's, it's just a really good shape. So for those yeah. of you that don't have one uh, next time they're dropped, you're probably going to want to cop one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's basically just me playing for four years up until I designed my shape. So I knew exactly what I wanted, what I was looking for. I played a ton of shapes before that. And so I worked super hard. I mean, that was like the, 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 probably the most difficult thing, maybe not more difficult, but just the, the, the amount of time I worked on it was designing the shape. Cause that was obviously the most important, but I yeah. don't hear. Okay. Um, but, yeah. 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 Tell us about that process a little bit. So obviously I, I, I don't think that you have a lathe in your bedroom and you're designing these all yourself by hand. You, you get them uh, outsourced, but how does that process actually work for you? Um, Cause yes. that, that doesn't seem like a quick thing. Right. No, no. I mean, there, there's a manufacturer that a lot of people already know, um, but it's, it's a pretty popular manufacturer. And um, so, no, I don't have a lathe. 
Um, I'm not very like skilled or have like experience dealing with like, I, I don't know, physics. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> yeah. what, n- nor do I. I have <laughs> yeah. I took shop class for like calculus. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's, ba- I mean, I basically just did what you think I would do, which is sat down, you know, measured Kanama shapes that I like, mm-hmm. um, certain aspects that I like, and then took what I want to see that I, I don't, haven't used before. Mm-hmm. And from there, it was just trying it, you know, sampling it, see if it feels good. If it doesn't, getting a new one, updating it, mm-hmm. spent, you know, money, a lot of time doing it. Um, but I'm very, very happy with how it turned out. I love the shape and I've been using only the shape for, uh, a year basically now. Um, yeah. and yeah, I, I'm really glad with how, I'm really happy with how it turned out. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, how many shapes did you go through before you got to the first original Lotus shape? So not the, the V2, but like when you launched at NACO, how many times did you have to go back to the manufacturer saying, like, this is what I need to change. Like, how, what was that process like? Yeah, so a lot of it, I really didn't want, because obviously it costs money the more times mm-hmm. you change uh, yeah, the shape. Yeah, you got to reship it and all that. So the it was more amount, I spent more time just in my desk at home, just figuring out what's going to look the best and mm-hmm. then guessing from there. And I got pretty lucky um, because... Once I got the first one, this is the one that actually stuck and I liked a lot, but the amount of time that it took to get to that, it took a lot of work and, and I guess it, it mm-hmm. kind of just paid off. Um, but I, I basically just like drew out like 50 to 100 blueprints on wow. like Excel paper or whatever, just okay. to figure out what is going to look the best and what's going to like, you know, just, just work the best. Cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So then talk to me a little bit about the branding of Lotus. So yeah. why, why, why the name Lotus and the floral designs and everything? What, what was the inspiration behind that? I love it. It's sick. Yeah. And it's very yeah. unique. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so Kendama, I, I look at it as like, obviously very naturey, uh, very organic. It's wholesome. It's a wooden toy. You don't have to plug it in, you have to charge it. Um, you can take it anywhere. A lot of people play by the water. They play in the woods. They play in their backyards. They play outside. So I think there's a big connection between nature and Kendama. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where I went with it. I was going through a bunch of names, and I wrote a bunch down. I ended up sticking with Lotus because it was kind of – I'm big into marketing and, and designing and stuff. And um, – there, there's not like, oh, my middle name is Lotus or anything like that. It, it was just, <laughs> just Isaac Lotus Turner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was basically just that was a nice five-letter name. Uh, it's short, yeah. sweet. It's it symbolizes a lot. You know, you feel when you hear Lotus, you think of the flower. You think of like peace, nature. Um, so there's a lot of like emotion behind the word, mm-hmm. and I just thought it stuck, and and I went with it. You know. Cool. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. So, okay, you're you're a marketing guy, and and that's actually the meat of like what I want to know behind Lotus. Because if you guys don't know this, those of you in the chat, you should go just jump on Lotus's page after this and realize how different it is from every other Konami company out there. And I think that's what actually makes you so unique is that you're so different in the approach of how you marketed it. Uh, your load your lotus brand if you go on your page you have like 4200 or 4300 followers and seven posts 
Yeah. And no bio. You have no bio. <laughs> you have seven posts and 4,200 followers and you sell out like instantly so fast of your shape and your design. How the frick do you do that? <laughs> well, first of all, thank you to the whole economic community for supporting this. I, you know, obviously can't do it without, without everyone. Um, but I, I guess the, the vision behind Lotus is that like, I really want to, I want to focus on quality over quantity, right? So like, even when it comes to actually posting, I only want to post things that are big announcements, um, mm. that are special things, whether it's Franta added to the team, or mm. if it's the sacred restock, right? Or, mm. you know, um, and then that just, I mean, even if it's kind of superficial, because it's social media, it's Instagram, my feed, but that definitely translates to how the company runs and mm -hmm. how we design how I design shapes and release shapes and really focus on um, each element of the brand Lotus um, mm -hmm. because we have I mean I want to make everything and I, I plan to make everything super super consistent and simple um, I think that's attractive to a lot of people I don't want it to be like cluttered I mean that's just kind of made my personality coming out of it sure. like I'm like a minimalistic guy um, mm -hmm. but that's basically where it stems from. And I, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be like that in the future. I don't know if I'm going to start doing more of like a sweets approach where they're like posting, reposting and stuff, reposting, posting a lot. Um, it's nice with stories that can still interact mm -hmm. with the community and, and, you know, repost people playing mm -hmm. Kanama because that's like the best thing that I can see is other people playing the Kanama. Um, so it's nice to be able to use stories in that regard, mm -hmm. but I, I want it to be like, when you see Lotus posts, it's going to be a big deal. So like, okay, what's happening yeah. in your restock or, or that's, that's kind of uh, like my goal, you know? Totally. Like I, I have my post notifications turned on for Lotus and not <laughs> many other brands because cool. I think I have that mentality. Like I know that when Lotus posts something, it's probably because there's something big happening. Right. It, they don't just clutter my feed with like, the same random posts or like, Hey, we're celebrating this holiday or whatever it is. There was right. always something big to happen when you guys posted. And I thought yeah. that was really cool and unique. And, and I think that that gains some attention, right? Mm. Is that yeah. in that people are paying more attention to the silence because when you speak, right. it hits hard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's just, you know, something that I've, I think it's just like a marketing, uh, it's not really a skill cause I don't think it's necessarily the best approach at, at times. I mean, I think it's the best approach for me cause it's what I like to do, but it's more like a skill that I gained, uh, to just kind of like, I don't know. It, it's my mom is, is like, a is, uh, an artist and a designer. She's like an interior designer. So I definitely attribute a lot of, uh, my ideas and everything to her, um, <laughs> Because she definitely is a big, big influence. Shout out to all the moms in the world. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay, I got like two more questions about your brand, Lotus. Uh, and, okay. and, and one that is really targeted towards our, our listeners, like the viewers today. Um, but one, uh, tell me about Franta. So you have one team member, which is also so unique. Like literally, guys, those of you that are tuning in in the live or tuning in afterwards, just pay attention to Lotus. Everything that you do is so unique. You only have one person on your team, aside from like yourself. And I don't know if you would call yourself like a team member or the owner, but, but tell me about Franta and tell me about your team structure. Are you wanting to add more people? Is that something you're looking for? Yeah. Just give, give me something there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Like the posts, like the Kanamas, like the shapes, the designs, I want to make it, you know, uh, shortened to, I want to make it, you know, more focused on quality than quantity. 
Um, in terms of picking Franta, like he was one of those guys that I was talking to on my personal page a long, long time ago. Just one guy that just caught my eye with, I mean, not, we can talk about his tricks, right? And his creativity, oh, but. So unique. Yeah, like, right. Hashtag, hashtag weird gang. Guys, weird gang in the chat. <laughs> Come on. Um, his tricks are insane, but, you know, he's just has like the best personality. He's the nicest, nicest, nicest guy. Oh, he yeah. values community. You know, he values communication and being friends with people and building relationships. And that's the most important thing. I, I know that's part of the reason that you want to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just one, you know, one person that caught my eye um, and we got to talking and he was really stoked about Lotus. And, you know, one thing came together and he, he added to the team. Um, and then, you know, again, like for adding more players, um, we will, you know, I, I'll add some more players. Um, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll get somebody from the, the States here soon. I think it'd be cool to, to maybe just do a, a small team um, and maybe do, you know, one from the States uh, or Canada, uh, one from Europe, maybe one from Japan, yeah, um, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I definitely want to keep it um, – keep it small and, and focus on, on, on quality uh, mm -hmm. of those players uh, rather than yeah. quantity. So then, so then, okay, I got one more question that I'll add in here. So then what do you look for in a player? Um, I mean, just like with Franta, right. It was, it was more about his friendliness and his, I mean, he like, yeah, it, it was more about his friendliness, his communication, um, his passion. I mean, he didn't have to tell me that he loved Konami and he played every day. You could just yeah. tell, right? Yeah, you can uh, just tell with certain people that, like, they just love the game for what yeah. it is. Yeah, he, he's in it for the right reasons, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and there, there's some people that aren't in it for the right reasons. Um, but he's in it for the right reasons. And that just, yeah. I mean, it just showed to me, you know, why he should be on the team. And, and mm -hmm. I'm super appreciative that he's on the team and, and we have a lot planned. But, um mm -hmm. Looking for a player, it's it's uh, attitude, personality, and then also obviously it's it's important to be a player that is learning every day, is grinding. Um, I I like to see people who are doing well in com competitions because mm -hmm. competitions are hard. Everybody's are. nervous, right? I've been and, to NACO. It's not yeah. easy. Yeah, I met you at NACO. Yeah, it's it's difficult. So when you see somebody who's doing well at a competition. I mean, everyone doing that well at the competition basically right now has been playing for five, six plus years. So they've yeah. been competing for five, six plus years, yeah. right? They're going to um, dominate. They're going to dominate. So if, if there's a newer player, you know, two, three years in who's dominating a competition, that is, that stands out to me because that just means that he has a competitive drive, which I think is really important. I, I'm a definitely a competitive person. Um, but yeah, just a mix of those things, you know? Cool. Cool. Awesome. So then lastly, if you were to give any sort of a piece of wisdom or advice towards someone who's trying to grow their Kendama brand to get noticed um, that, that they're trying to become a sponsored player or something like that, what would you recommend to them to do both with their Instagram? Because I think you have some insight there as a marketer, like what, what are some of the tools and the things that you, you would like to see more of out of people in the Kendama community to get noticed? Um, you do, okay, maybe I'll put it this way. Actually, do you want to see them tagging your company and everything? Do you want to see them just like blitzing your feeds? What are you looking like? What do you think more people should do? 
Right. So I I don't really I'm not like a huge advice person because I think there's I don't want to give a specific advice and then add somebody to the team that I like, didn't follow that advice and everyone's like what sure. the heck. Um but I will say this that social media is just to show how much you love how much you love kendama. You can love kendama and you can have you can be the best player in the world and without social media you will still be the best player in the world, right? Right. So it's super important to put kendama before social media rather than put social media before kendama. This is the thing that I've struggled with before too. That mm-hmm. I, I haven't posted in a while on my personal feed. I've been basically playing more. I've been probably playing the same amount, which I play a ton. So I've been playing the same amount that I've ever had been playing, but I haven't posted a lot of stories and, and stuff in my feed recently, but I'm mm-hmm. still playing a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's a conversation that I think we should start having the economic community of like, how much do you want to land this trick because you want to post it on your Instagram or how yeah. much is it because you want it for yourself? And this is again, something that yeah. I struggle with tremendously, right? Oh, me too, man. Me too. I think, I think, I think that's something that probably most people that have been playing for a little while and can almost struggle with that right. pressure to post and that pressure yeah. to get a trick because everybody's depending on it. It's yeah. like, dude, stop worrying about what other people think. Do Kendama because you love Kendama. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So apart from social media, like the advice I'd give is that personality, friendliness, getting a good head on your shoulders and then Kendama skill and Kendama experience and playing a lot are so much more important than posting every day and and tagging and everything like that. Like I'm not going to, I mean, Frente is a huge poster. He's, he's always on Instagram and that's great. I love it. But it's, it's also that he has the personality. He has the skill too. So let's just make sure that those two groups are, those, those things come first, you know? 100%. Okay. Um, I got a couple of questions here in the Q&A that I want to fire at you. Uh, sure. There's two here from Keegan. And if any of you guys have any other questions you want to ask, make sure you're putting them in the Q&A. And I'll make sure that they get asked uh, to Isaac. We're going to take a little break from the meat of the conversation, hit your guys' questions, and then we'll dive into the IKO chat here right away. So Keegan P. Kendama or Keegan Patty, I know him. I met him at NACO. And he asked, uh, he asked a question that we did already answer a little bit, the inspiration behind uh, the Lotus Tama design. So do you want to, do you want to add a little bit to that? Yeah, sure. Um, so the, this is the sacred. We have two sacred and then the bloom, uh, both. There you go. Awesome, dude. Good. We got to see it. Uh, both flowery designs. Um, I, I like minimalism. So I think this was cool that mm-hmm. it had like little spaces around, you know, and, and, uh, the manufacturer, I was really happy that they were able to design this because I haven't seen this too frequently. Um, mm-hmm. so this was just, you know, draw, drawn up an illustrator. And then this is an idea that I had for a while, but an illuminated stripe that I think got a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. Cause it fades yeah. color. Yeah. Yeah. So this was just me. Like, I mean, I, I love like this. I think this is really attractive to anybody. Even if you see like a gradient on Photoshop, right. From yeah. Any color yeah. to any color. It just looks amazing. Yeah, it looks good. It's a good style. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted a tracking stripe and it was just, you know, those two ideas merged into 
I track and stripe that is a gradient. Cool. And uh, yellow, the pink looks really cool. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. I'm really stoked. And then the bloom. Um, so those are, you know, a little less expensive. They're 20 bucks. And so um, obviously cost money for the amount of colors that you have, all that stuff. So the, the blooms are still illuminated, but they're actually just blue to white. And the background's white. Mm -hmm. So it's just mm -hmm. blue to, to, to yeah, it, like the stripe itself is just. Yeah, you can't see mine anymore. I've, okay, I've yeah. set <laughs> this thing to death. Yeah, yeah. All right, see cool. a little bit. That's, that's what I like to see. Um, and then just a, a half stripe. I think, you know, the practicality behind playing Kendama. I, I want to play Kendama that's that's good to see, that's tracking mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. lot. And, and then the designs come after that. But Totally. Um, I, I love designing stuff. So I, you know, I, I actually uh, hit up Joey. Yeah, this is kind of a fun fact. There's a Kanamba guy that uh, he, he actually plays for Kanamba Israel now. Um, he's a really, really cool guy. And, and he made that flowery design up top cool. for me. Um, and it took a while uh, for us to kind of, you know, get get the, the right design. But mm -hmm. uh, that's where that design came from. And um, it's a half split. So cool. Yeah, they're great. They're awesome. Okay, one more one more question here from Keegan. Sweet, uh, sweet. Do you, so this already kind of got answered again in that brief uh, chat, but do you do all of the designing yourself? Partly is the answer, right? Yeah, right, right, partly. Yeah, so I, I love design. I'll hop on Photoshop and Illustrator all the time. I'm um, working on a new design right now that it's, it's taken me a while, but I'm really excited okay. for it to, to get released. I'm super stoked. It's going to be so really we got cool. Some, we got some new Lotus Kanama designs coming our way. That is yeah. what I like to hear. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. So it's partly. So sometimes I do, sometimes I'll, I'll I'm probably going to do more myself now that I'm really getting, getting the hang of Illustrator and stuff. So. Cool. Very cool. Uh, remember, guys, if you do have more questions, put them in the Q&A and we'll hit them at the end. But I want to chat with you, Isaac, a little bit about IKO, the Instagram yeah. Kendama Open. Now, I think it's really interesting that you were the one that was kicked that all off because you're kind of the new guy to the scene. I mean, your company's only been you know around for less than a year now, and you were the one to start the Instagram Kendama Open Division online sort of genre of comp competing. Yeah. How did that come to be? What was your inspiration? Why did you do it? So... This was like, I want to say beginning of March, COVID is, is hitting. I'm panicking. People are freaking out. Um, more for, you know, the world, but also for the Kanama community of like, all right, when, when's the next event? You know, mm -hmm. like I was going to send friends out to a Italy event, obviously canceled. Uh, that was like in the first of May. Um, down in the D, I was super stoked to go to. That was canceled. Oh. Um, that was probably later in April when it got canceled. But you know, you're you're just kind of like getting ready. This is probably like I don't know when IKEA was. You know, was that like late March? Was that early April? It was either March or April because it was pretty early into COVID. Like right. I think Live Ken League and Ken Live had already ran like two or three weekends yeah. of their like small smaller scale online competitions. And then right. IKO, IKO probably came in around like the second or third LKL from my yeah. recollection. So I think that okay. was maybe early April. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it, it was actually a quick idea too. Like I, I was thinking of events. I love competition. Um, I love competing for, for, you know, for like uh, to, to, to win and, and to play Kendama. Um, so I just had, I, I just thought that like, okay, this COVID thing's not going to go away you know, what's, what's going to happen? Like what needs to happen? Mm -hmm. And, um, I got the idea and I'm like, okay, basically the idea that popped in my head was open division online. 
-hmm. And I thought about it for like an hour or two. And then I thought like, okay, this is actually a good idea. And I need, I want to, I want to do it. So I'm going to do it first. I don't want like to mm -hmm. get the idea and then. And then know, have it taken away. Have it taken away. Right. Yeah. And I it's funny that. because. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that night, I, I posted the first flyer on my feed. Um, and I didn't really, I wasn't like all planned out with how it was going to work. You, so um, you just initiated and you're like, I'm going to do yeah. this, but I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, right, right. I, had a, I So yeah, from the initial idea to when I posted it, like I was just kind of thinking about it, writing it down, figuring out. And then I think I posted on Thursday and then that next weekend is when it when it took place. Right. Um, so up until yeah. that then, point, shout out like, to Keegan in the chat. He, he, he got the dates there. April 3rd, 4th and 5th was when it okay. ran. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was when, when COVID's, uh, the, the moral panic was, was going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, uh, got the idea. I posted it out there. I hit sponsors. Sweet was like, Oh yeah, we're actually thinking about doing this. I was like, Oh nice. You know, they ended up doing that. Uh, the the uh SKO series yeah. which is awesome yeah i love it um and uh yeah and then you know i got everything planned i was planning like you know working a lot figuring it out i got uh an awesome some awesome judges i don't want to begin to to say everybody i'm gonna miss somebody but you know they were they did a, such a great job with helping mm -hmm. me plan it they like weren't only judges but they really helped me run yeah um iko um and yeah, and then it just it just kind of happened. You know, we did it all on Instagram Live. I did it through mm -hmm. Challenge, which Sweet mm -hmm. uses for their tournament. Um, and uh, it went it went super well. Yeah. So, what were the successes for you with IKO? What do you think went really well? And then after that, we'll I'll ask the question: What do you think could have gone better? Like, what didn't go super well? So, what went well is uh, the turnout. We got a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I competed. I, I got yeah, wrecked. Yeah, you competed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we got a lot of people. I hit up, you know, a lot of like the, the pro people that were in there, like, you know, the Gallagher's and, yeah. and I basically hit up a lot of people. So I just messaged them, Hey, we're going to be doing this. Check it out. Um, There's a little skepticism of how it was going to run. And I try to do the best. A few people just didn't really know how it was going to work, which is totally okay. Um, mm. But the turnout was a great success because a lot of people competed, especially the AM. I think there was like 40, 50 people in pro. And then like, we had like a hundred something in, in AM. Yeah. It was insane. Um, so you, so you would have hosted basically several hundred matches of Kendama over that weekend via Instagram. I'll tell you, I haven't worked harder in my life. Like, wow. I, I basically, the first like Thursday night, I was getting everything ready. I mean, keep in mind that the week up to the event, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was planning stuff, getting yeah. like just figuring it out, thinking about it, getting the bracket, designing the Instagram feed things. Thursday night, talking to the judges. I made like a document, you know, I wrote everything out, a schedule for it. And then so all Thursday afternoon, I worked the entire day Friday from 8 a.m. to midnight. And then Saturday, 8 a.m. to midnight, Sunday, 8 a.m. to midnight. It was just the tournament the entire time. It was crazy. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So another success was just how the how well it ran. Like, I, I was really glad the Instagram Live, um, this will kind of go into a, a failure, too, because Instagram Live, like, kicked everybody out on Friday night. Yeah. 
Keegan again. Keegan's on it today. He's just calling out everything. He's like, shout out to Instagram Live for crashing the first night. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was like, I've never heard of Instagram Live crashing in my entire life. And this was the first night. So I was still like so nervous about like Saturday night when pros actually competed oh. and Sunday night when the championship was. So Friday night, we're like doing super well. The judges are working. We're killing it. And then it just crashed. So we had to do a few games on Zoom. Like judges also like really appreciative. Because they, they really like thought on their feet and were able to figure it out. But mm -hmm. like I went, we, we finished up Friday night and I was just nervous the entire night of like, hey, is Instagram Live going to go back up? You know, like, mm -hmm. and I'm looking it up and even the comments like on this Instagram, you know, is Instagram working website where they kind of give you updates. Everyone was like, I've never seen Instagram crash before. Like what mm -hmm. the heck happened? And I was just like, oh my God, you know. Um, so yeah. So, I mean, the one, like, I think zoom is really cool. I really like how sweets is doing it yeah. because it's just, I mean, even on Twitch is a lot cleaner. Like Matt is, yeah. is announcing it. I'd like to do that. That'd be really cool. Uh, maybe for next, and I, I KO definitely going to do it next year too. Awesome. Um, yeah. You heard so, it here first. Yeah. Yeah. It really no, is, I think yeah. you've said that before. This isn't the first place. <laughs> I just want to have some claim to fame. You heard it first on Brewview episode six. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, definitely doing IKO uh, either 2021 or IKO two. I don't know what to name it yet. Um, maybe 2021. But yeah. So yeah, it was, uh, I, I mean, I loved it, dude. I loved seeing Nick and Liam at the end. I was like nervous. I was like so laughing, intense. you know, it was so intense. Um, Liam got a point. I was like, oh my gosh, is Liam going to take him? And then, you know, Nick dude, I was rooting for Liam so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Nick's just been dominating, uh, oh, every match. The then, are man. Crazy. So crazy, yeah. man. Love to see it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, how do you see since IKO, uh, briefly, we'll, we'll touch on this. We, we got about 15 minutes left in the conversation okay. before we'll get kicked off, but, um, how do you see Kendama events online evolving since IKO? I don't know if you've tracked much with the SKO or with Live Ken League or Ken Live. There's been so many different new formats taking place. So these like Live right. Ken tournaments. And then we, we've seen, uh, so LKL does Live Ken and so does Ken Live. But then LKL this weekend just did a whole new format where they were using KWC tricks only. And then uh, live, or Ken Live was doing some Ken Cup where they had teams of five and stuff. Wow. There's these new formats taking place. How do you see it evolving? And where do you see the destination? Is there one? Yes. I'm a strong believer that that's uh, where, we need to, where we need to start going. Um, if you look at, I know Fortnite is like something people don't really look at because it's kind of like a kid's game, but their events are awesome and they're typically all on the line. If you win, you win $35,000 every weekend, mm -hmm. you have a chance to win a ton of money. Yeah. So I think that people really need to start focusing on the community needs to, to look at online comps because that's going to move Kendama forward. That's going to move the tricks forward. Competitions are, are amazing. That's going to mm -hmm. get Kendama more popular. It's going to make people work harder for Kendama. Um, mm -hmm. I love competitions, but there's definitely a destination in terms of what I think progressing. I'd like for a lot of things to happen. Like I like for the prizes to get bigger. I'd like for more people to join in and that in turn will make the prizes bigger. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I, 
want to see more people involved, like Swiss is going to grow, you know, they, they have been okay. growing obviously. Like uh, crazy. Yeah. But like their first SKO was like 500 people on Twitch. And then the next one was like four to 500. I, I really want to see that like grow and, and get bigger. I'm gonna do my best to, to also promote it. But that's a really, really cool aspect of Kendama is competing. And mm -hmm. there is so much value for the community to be able to have friendly competitions and, and move mm -hmm. tricks forward. Like, you know, KWC is amazing. Um, and I'm really excited for KWC online. I'm so stoked. For yeah. That. I'm curious to see how it's going to run. Like, I don't know much about it yet. I haven't looked into it. I don't know if you have already, or if you've been involved in that conversation. Do you have yeah. insight for, for us, the listeners as to how KWC online is going to look? Um, I know I was down in my head there, but not really. There, there's just like a super long caption on Glowkin and it's hard to understand uh, because mm -hmm. they're not English speakers, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I was so, hoping you'd give us the insights here. You know Japanese, <laughs> yeah. right? No, no. So I, I have, uh, I, so I did register. Um, so if you, it was, it was tough for me. Like I, I had some trouble registering, but the, like one of the, the, the most recent posts about KWC, you can see there's like a link and then a registration button. And it didn't take my payment at first. It took a little bit, but I ended up paying through PayPal and that ended up working. Um, and then, okay, so some insights of how it works from my understanding and take it to the grain of salt. Um, mm -hmm. But when I read the caption, it sounded like it's a typical KWC format, which is already pretty complex. So that mm -hmm. there's actually good instructions on Glowkin to understand how KWC works with qualifying mm -hmm. rounds and yeah. then with how you score points. Yeah, the point um, system is super interesting. Super interesting. It's really, really cool. So I think that's how it's going to work for this KWC, uh, except there's only 10 levels. So have they, they I, haven't posted the tricks yet, have they? I, they have. Yeah. What? So, yeah. I got to get on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what they did is they, they basically, it's really cool. Instead of posting new tricks, um, he, uh, I, uh, Gokin just basically just did a random role for the last I guess it started in 2013, 2014. So it, the last six, seven years of tricks. Oh. So level 10 has like a trick from last year. It has a trick from 2014. It has a trick from 2015. Oh, so cool. Yeah, super, super cool. Um, so that's how they worked it this year. And then I believe that, I mean, my guess is that they will just be doing, to, to qualify, like you'll be in a, a Zoom meeting, I guess, with, with Glowkin. Uh, to be able to qualify to get to the to get to the stage. Yeah, um, and then it and, might be like a Twitch thing or something. Yeah, it must be. It must be. Yeah. Um, but as long as you get registered, I I mean I I don't know how many spots there are. I don't know <laughs> if it's unlimited. So definitely recommend you get registered. It's like thirty bucks or something. Yeah. Um, and then I'm assuming that I hope will hope to to be able to to make, kind of make sense of it before I mm -hmm. you know call. Yeah. Don't but, don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So for those of you that are listening either live or after the fact on IGTV, make sure you go register for KWC. Companies look for, for people that are competing. This is a really yeah. great way for you to get noticed. Uh, and this is the biggest platform. Not all of us have the opportunity to go to Japan each year to compete at the World Championships. This year, the World Championships has come to you. Don't miss out on that opportunity. It's yeah, and really, Adam, really cool. I'm, I'm so stoked, man. I think, like, it sounded like you really liked watching Kanama Comps, too. And, oh, yeah. dude, this year, I mean, oh, that's one thing with online competitions that I think is so cool, and that's why it's, like, amazing is that you have every player can compete. 
as long as it, mm -hmm. it's, you might you don't mind staying up late if you're in Japan or, or getting up early, like you could have Ty Blex versus Nick Gallagher. Yeah. Um, you Crazy. can have everybody compete, which is so cool. And this is what's going to happen for KWC. So I'm so excited to see yeah. like how Nick does versus like Ty Blex and yeah. and everybody is gonna is able to to do it. So I'm super stoked. Awesome. Well, we got a couple questions here in the Q and A that'll hit cool. you with, and then. And then we're pretty much wrapped up here. We got about nine minutes left. Isaac, awesome. this has been an amazing conversation. So insightful for myself. I hope it's been really insightful for the viewers that are listening. Um, for those of you guys that are listening, this is going to be put up on IGTV right afterwards. We'd love it if you shared this and posted this so that other people can tune into the conversation as well. So a uh, question here from 21 Dama. He asks, is running a Kendama company a full-time job? And at what point do you start making money? That's a really good question. Thank you. Really good question. Yeah. Um, so it's, it will be a full-time job. It's not yet. I, before I started Lotus, I'm working in sales. Um, I'm still doing that full-time. And then I'm basically doing Lotus part-time and then full-time on the weekends. I'm a really busy schedule right now, but I, I like staying busy. So it's cool. Mm -hmm. um, awesome. But definitely plan for doing that doing that full time. And that leads to my next, you know, answer, which is I'll start making money when I can do it full time, basically. It's, yeah. It, I, you know, I think Chad, you know, Sweet said this, it's, you don't start a economic company to become rich, to become yeah. wealthy. It's not like one of those, you know, tips in like the wealth book. Oh, start an economic company. You know, it, it's, it's not one of those things. It's yeah. You're not going to read it about it in, <laughs> in Chris Gillibo's the hundred dollars startup. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. It, it has to completely do with, with passion and love for drama yeah. more than anything else. Um, so yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to, you know, start making money when, when that happens and, I'm more looking forward. I mean, money is just not my big motivational factor. It really never has, but it's just more about like doing it full time. I, I'm really, really excited to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Keegan asked a really good question here. Uh, if you don't know Keegan, Keegan's in the process of launching a Kendama brand called Citadel oh. Kendama. And so okay. he's behind the scenes of that company. So a new company based out of Canada. Uh, awesome. And he's asking any advice for promoting or being a vendor at Kendama competitions? Um, so dude, it, that's a great question. Like, Kanama companies that have events, they are looking for, for companies like yours. Yeah, I mean, they literally want you. They, they want you. So, so just make yourself known, right? And say, hey, this next event, can I be a, a sponsor? And mm -hmm. that's what I did for Lotus. And, uh, and then once you start being on a few, uh, being in a few events, then the next event that happens, that person is going to be like, Sweets will be looking for companies because the more that they have the more it helps them so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay a question here from jlo designs where do you see lotus being in the next year or two what's the what's future up, and we got yeah. like a few questions and we've got a few minutes left so that's a loaded question okay yeah so i'll try to be quick but how's it going jlo he's, he's a buddy of mine oh, um, awesome so i uh i plan on on lotus being as significant as a company as the companies that you see i mean mm -hmm. I like I don't I, I want to just keep growing it keep making kendamas be established be significant have apparel have everything that that's my plan mm -hmm. that's that's a quick answer yeah dude and you got a customer right here I love Lotus <laughs> awesome and so I mean we don't have too much time here left so let me say a few things thank you so much for doing this today Isaac this has been a huge privilege for me a huge privilege for I think the viewers and the people that are going to get to see this afterwards 
I think a lot of us just don't know what's going on behind the scenes in companies and in pro players' lives. And so the review is all about deepening a conversation that helps grow the relationship between people in the Kendama community. Yeah. So I'm so stoked to have you on here. I'm stoked for what you're doing with Lotus Kendamas. I'm a huge fan of the shape. I'm going to be seshing this thing for a while. And for those of you that are tuning in, when Isaac drops his next shape, you better go and cop one because they're definitely worth it. Highly recommend. It's got the Cafe Kendama mark of approval on them. <laughs> Big fan. Um, Thanks so and, much, Adam. I really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, really man. Thank, thank you for the work that you do in the Kendama community and the way that you have grown Kendama in a really unique way. I think you've set a standard for new Kendama companies that is a really high standard. I, I don't think you've made it easy for companies to start, but you've made it a privilege and an honor to do it. So thank Thanks you. Thanks so for much, dude. Time. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to you killing it in these interviews. It was, I mean, dude, you asked the best questions. You know how to interview people and you're a really, really nice, friendly guy. So I'm really looking forward to uh, watching all these in the future and uh, keep working on it, man. I, I think it's, 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 it's really cool. And I, people love to see this. People love to hear it. So I know it's crazy. This yeah. has been blowing up on me. So for those of you guys that are still tuned in and those of you that are tuning in afterwards, a uh, little heads up as what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. I got two really killer interviews that I'm super looking forward to. Next week, we have uh, Soul Kendama player Carter Justice jumping on nice. here next Saturday. And he's going to be talking about his journey to being a pro player, as well as his work with Monday uh, or Sunday. Maybe Sunday, go, not Monday. Uh, and then after that, I got Sweets player Parker Johnson joining me as well. And we're going to be talking about what goes into creativity in Kendama. So for those of you that are still tuning in, I'd love to see you in next week and the week after that. And I'll keep the rest of the interviews that are lined up a little secret for now. I, gotta, I can't give you too much. So we'll, we'll lead you all on just two weeks in advance. That's awesome, man. I'm excited for those interviews. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Isaac. We'll wrap it up here. Those of you guys that are tuned in, make sure you share this to your friends afterwards. I'll make sure this is up and live in the next five minutes. Thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your day and stay caffeinated. All right. See you guys. See you, Adam. See ya. You learned a lot about Kendama music culture and you learned something about someone in the community that you didn't know before. And at the end of the day, I hope this inspires you to have a deeper conversation behind this silly game we play called Kendama. As always, I hope to see you next week and stay caffeinated.